I'm a little bit like risk averse. I'm like, maybe we don't need dessert tonight. And she's like, we're getting all three. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> that's good. That's- Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello, Charlene. I'm giddy today. We have a very exciting love fest couple today. This one is a special treat for our Canadian listeners, but really for anyone who just likes good people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's those guys. You know, we've had friends Mm -hmm. before in love fests, but I got to say our... Bachelor-related friend here today is one of my absolute favorites from the franchise as a whole. Very good friend of mine. We've hung out many times in various places over the years. She, I mean, she has the title. She was the first and only ever Bachelorette Canada. So she knows a thing or two about, about dating and relationships. And I also have to mention that if anyone wants to look at gorgeous photos of people in the outdoors, her Instagram is just where it's at. Oh, incredible. I know. Well, and she's also the best at it. Like I've never met someone whose Instagram really represents who they are. Well, I remember when we went, we visited you in in, uh, Whistler. It was like every picture, she was so Canadian and sweet about it too. She's like, oh no, just stand over here. Oh no, no, move your hand there. Oh oh, yeah, no, put your leg over here. And it's like, okay, she's right. Those are all the right Oh, she's amazing at it. And she really is what she portrays online, which is my favorite thing. Anyway, so at Jasmine.Lorimer, I have to say. Also, she now has a really adorable retro inspired line of home goods cute clothes toques <laughs> that she launched with eric who's here today and that's at shop.dream.on anyway i just had to get those out of the way but now we are joined by the one and only bachelorette canada and her boyfriend who she lives with eric thank you so much for joining us thanks guys <laughs> i'm so giddy over these two <laughs> charlene was talking about you a lot today jasmine <laughs> I'm so excited about I it. mean, she's really one of my favorite people from the franchise, period. Yes, I can vouch for that. Yes, Andy. And me too. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, did you just say same? Same. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> top so, ten. So top five. T- top five. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So today, you guys, is all about your relationship. Our love fests are really meant to feel like double dates where we talk about the ins and outs of what makes you two work. And we like to go a little bit deeper than just, oh, she's great, it's awesome, it's amazing, that kind of thing. We want to know why you work. And you can just be as specific as you want today because we just love specifics here at Dear Shandy. And so we're going to start nice and easy and just ask how you guys met. Well, we met on Hinge. So you don't know. (laughs) Not sponsored. (laughs) Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's sponsored now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We met on Hinge. And for those listeners who don't know, it's kind of like more in-depth, the online dating platform, I would say, where it showcases a little bit of your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's still a little surface level, but. Wait, do people well, date for personality on online dating sites now? In On Hinge, you have to like something they, well, you can like a photo, but you can also just like something they said. And there's all these prompts that encourage you to share a little bit more. So anyways, mm-hmm. we met on Hinge and um, that's the long and short of it. You basically create <laughs> like a landing page and then there's like calls to action in the form of a question that, 
your potential suitor would answer. So like what our first day would date would look like, or like something that you're scared of or a phobia or something. And then so far, this is sounding pretty sponsored. It really is. Yeah. We got to back off. (laughs) Let's talk about another dating site to even it out. Okay. Um, So you meet on Hinge. What are your first impressions of each other? You see the, the face, you see the profile. What is it about each other? I thought that, Eric looked cute and Italian, <laughs> and and at the time I had just I had just got back <laughs> I just got I back agree. I just got back from Europe and I was in Naples as my last stop and I was alone and I was like I think I just decided I was like I think I'm gonna date an Italian guy and so when I was sifting through Hinge I actually like that was standing out to me in my mind as like not a criteria but just something that I was finding myself attracted to. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh, he looks cute. And that was kind of it. I didn't know what his personality would be like. But as soon as we started talking, um, like we couldn't stop talking. At first he gave me this like, this like biography of his life that as I was, it was so long. And as I was reading it, I was like, what the heck? He's like, he grew up in South Africa and he was shoved in, a locker as the ch- a child and bullied a lot, but his parents really pushed him to be better. I was like, "Whoa, this guy!" And then he, it was like he was just giving me Elon Musk's whole life story. <laughs> 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 I was so I was listening to this podcast. I was really into this podcast at the time, and uh, that's the whole premise of the podcast. It's like this really famous public figure. And you kind of start from where they began and it never tells you what the name of that person is until like the very last sentence of, of the podcast. So it'll be like, and even though you were pushed in lockers, you always knew you'd excel at computer science. And then like the very last sentence is, and you are Elon. And so the end (laughs) sentence, like I am Elon. And then I was like, And then I laughed, but it had been days since he had sent the message. He was like, <laughs> it was a curveball. I was like, I was really like, all right, this, this girl is obviously super attractive. She gets like every, every comment in the book. So I was like, I'm just going to shoot my shot as if I was like, it's like a half court shot for me. And I was like, and if I win, then I win the halftime show and I get it. I, I get to keep the car, you know? So I was yeah, like, oh yeah. I'm going for it. And no, then, I appreciate that. I like it when I, I like that guys too. do that. Was, instead was, of a sup. Yeah, yeah. sup. Yeah. This is superior to sup. It is. Good job, yeah. Eric. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it was Pretty funny because anyway, I, I had ignored him for days. And so he thought that it, that I must have thought he was weird. And then when I saw it, I laughed. And I was like, oh, my God, sorry. I had my notifications about off. And then from then on, we started texting. And honestly, I can't, I can't even explain to you how much it felt like we clicked even though we hadn't met yet like our texts i would be like belly laughing at our text messages together and i i was like man if i don't get along with this guy when i meet him i am gonna be heartbroken <laughs> even though i have not met him yet because we just couldn't oh, i the just the banter was so good we just we text all day long all the time i would keep him from doing work for about a week and then we met and then that was it yeah. Yeah, so this was fantastic. all via text. You never heard each other's voices. No, no not. Voice not oh, you never. Wow. You never. Was that a decision, or was that just that just happened that way? No, that was just how it went. I don't know. Like 
Were you scared to like you like you wanted to meet in person? Like you were scared to hear each other's voices almost? Because I I could kind of understand where you were. I've been kind of in that place before. I, I've actually been in situations where I texted for a while with a girl that I thought was amazing mm-hmm. for like weeks, and then I met her and I was like, oh crap! Like she's no personality. Oh, so she, the texts like she's great on text, but terrible yeah. in life. But anyway. So were you guys like scared, almost scared to hear each other's voices? Like you just wanted to go all out and just see each other in person? Yeah, like first? For, yeah, it wasn't like whether I would like the sound of his voice, but just did he have like was was he just really good at communicating right. with text? Like you said, exactly. Yeah, that was, that was a fear, and that's why I wanted yeah. to meet him like right away. Yep. And I was so nervous of being disappointed. Just like this guy can't be real. And yeah, and then, it's hard not to sort of get away with yourself, like, yeah. like have your expectations be really high based on getting belly laughs from text exchanges. Totally. Yes. It's pretty and, rare. And at the time, that's something that I wanted so much. Like, I was really um, wanting to prioritize being with someone who made me laugh and could like poke fun at me. And I don't know who I could, who I had the similar sense of humor to mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And who felt like my best friend. And so when all of this was happening via text, I was like, this means more to me right now than probably any other time in my life because I had been lacking that in previous relationships for a while. Yes. Yeah. I I am aware. (laughs) (laughs) So, Eric, I want to hear your perspective, your first impression of Jasmine. I have to ask if you recognized her. Like, I just want to know everything from your side. I, I was like... She's a mega babe. And we had started having this really cool conversation where we were kind of making each other laugh. And we were, we kind of just got along on like every level. There was like, we were like talking about like boy bands and much music, big giant teams, which I don't know. Canada. Yeah, it's a Canada thing. But so we like, we got along, like we were just like finishing each other's text messages. And it was one of those things Actually. where I would be in the kitchen, just like texting for like, just standing in one spot and my roommate at that time would come in. He'd be like, Are you something wrong? Like, like I wasn't cooking nothing nothing was going on. I was just in the kitchen, like standing like perpendicular to the fridge and just being like, <laughs> that's pretty cute. And so, but I had no idea because I, I don't regularly watch the show and I didn't really know. Um, and I didn't want to like creep her on Instagram. Cause I was like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like jinx myself or something. I'm like, I'm, we're on a roll. And like, I didn't want to give him my Instagram either. We like yeah. had the discussion where I was like, I think he was like, do we give each other our Instagrams? He was like, yeah. I haven't posted since like 2015. <laughs> I was like, well, no, not. And then we didn't for quite a while. Really? Yeah. Even mm-hmm. after we, even after, wait, I think, I don't think I gave him, not that that's like a thing, like, oh, you must have my Instagram. But I was, I don't think that, he saw my Instagram like that. That's so wonderful. It's, it makes it reminds me of the John Lennon song. Like there should be an extra lyric. Like imagine there was no Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I like yeah. that you guys waited for that. I mean, I feel like most people do that before phone numbers now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 For me, I just didn't want to. I feel like I put so much of myself out there that I didn't want him to feel like he knew me already, and then we wouldn't have to. He wouldn't have to get to know me because I basically just like barf my life out onto <laughs> the internet you know yeah yeah it's, it's, about it's getting to know 
I, I mean, I, and this is one of the reasons why I love you is because I think a lot of people would be like, well, and especially if their Instagram is sort of a big part of their life, they'd be like, well, here's my Instagram. It's sort of like yeah, that's their all card, you, need. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just love that about you. It's like, but, let's make it as pure as humanly possible in today's age. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much pushing of this image that everyone's trying to project that you, you, you know, be careful what you wish for. Like you may actually create a persona that people don't recognize from who you actually are. Yeah. yeah and totally. it's, I find it so much better. Like, I don't even like if, like when I used to go on dates, I didn't even like to talk about what I did. Like, I was like, I don't want you to know anything about what I do. I'm just going to give you who I am yeah. and you make a decision based on that. So I applaud you. Mm-hmm. Well done, Jasmine. That takes strength. And, and Eric. Yeah. It was a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I have to ask at what point did it come up that, yeah. I, I just, I have to ask. Yes, I'm just of curious. Course we're, we like need, we you, need the answer. Yeah. If you start dating someone who was the bachelorette, mm-hmm. you know, is, has a pretty big online presence. And the only gets, bachelorette. The only bachelorette and gets recognized to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know when and how it came up. I'm just curious. So leading, like leading up to the date, I, I was like, I'm holding off on trying to find her on Instagram. Honestly, it would have been so easy to just punch in her name. Like Jasmine would come up immediately mm-hmm. so i was like okay i'm going on a date with this girl this weekend and i was talking to my colleague and i'm like just look her up on instagram but don't tell me anything <laughs> and then he, he just he like looked her up and he's like she's got a blue check and i was like <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I had worked i'd been working in media like social media so i, I knew what like that meant but i was like okay well maybe like i don't know you know like, i just i didn't put anything he didn't say anything. I just left it at that. And then when we went on the date, she was like, yeah, I was on, I was, uh, I was a part of the bachelorette Canada and I just didn't know how the show works. So I was like, cool. What was it like competing with those girls? (laughs) (laughs) I was, and then I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you're just piecing it together bit by bit yeah yeah i would have done the same thing Ask oh no you get on your high horse you would have googled her right when she said no oh to. totally yeah i would have googled her before <laughs> yeah. she even got to her last name i would have been googling her. well charlene to find out about her opera oh i mean i wish it were opera after the night we met when we parted ways i was like let's do this fun thing where we don't google each other oh. and he was like yeah i like that yeah. Like, and then he probably goes home Google and Googles you me. After you tell someone not to Google you. Hey, I was just going to say, Eric, a night only like Eric. Eric. He's the only person in the world. <laughs> totally. I agree with you, Ed. That's just asking for someone to Google Yeah, you. she asked for trouble. You're just trying to dodge a bullet there. I didn't know what I'm to do. I'm someone who Googles people all the time, regardless of what they say. And then you say, don't Google me? When what I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I messed up. She never like explicitly told me not to search for her. Oh, I, I don't know what I said exactly. But it, whatever. I, I want to say though, on the date, I didn't just come out and say, I was a bachelorette Canada. I, we were talking, I think he asked me what I do for a living. And then it progressed into, which I get this question a lot. Cause I, I wouldn't just come right out and be like, I was the bachelorette. But when people are like, how did you start doing social media stuff? I don't want to say, Oh, I worked my butt off to build this audience. Right. I, it kind of happened. And so I can't give myself the credit. I have to give the show the credit. And so then I, you, that's usually when that comes up, which is how that happened. I'm just going to be Jasmine's friend, though, here for a second, because okay. you do say that and you downplay that. But 
in terms of having followings based on having appeared on TV, you already had a following. I'm just saying, I, because she is mm-hmm. so good at it and it is mm-hmm. so her and her yeah. voice. I just have to put that out there. Don't okay. be all modest about it. Yeah, it's if just anyone, true. anyone wants to, to for, for this to be backed up, just go to go to Jasmine's Instagram. <laughs> I challenge you. I, yeah, yeah. I challenge you to not. Yeah, like, don't go to Jasmine's Instagram. <laughs> I want to be her when I grow up, when I look at her Instagram and talk to her. Okay, so you go on the date. What are your first impressions in person? I assume they lived up, but how? Um, I remember just thinking, oh, he's really cute. And then honestly, I wish I could share more about the actual date. I remember just feeling kind of nervous. We went for cocktails at this really nice place in Vancouver. Um, I remember he ordered a penicillin. What's a penicillin? It's a scotch and gingery cocktail. It's like scotch forward with some ginger or something. I don't mm, okay. know. I remember that. That's, that's the gingers to, to make sickness better. That's why it's called penicillin. <laughs> yeah, because, that's- because nothing cures sickness like like scotch and a little bit of yeah. ginger. <laughs> the medicine. Yeah. yeah, of course. Straight up medicine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he orders a cocktail called penicillin. Continue. Yeah, I mean, that really had nothing to do with the story, but I just remember <laughs> that. But we had really good conversation. My, my first impression was, okay, this is living up to to all of it so far. And then we went and did some virtual golf and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, to this, yeah. I mean, we Your first impression. Uh, my very first impression was I was walking down the wrong, like I was walking in the opposite direction of her. And then she like getting out of the car and then she like tapped on my shoulder and I like turned around and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So that was my very first impression. That, was like, that oh. exact expression he gave yeah. it to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want first impressions like you sit down and start talking five minutes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought she was like, it was just as easy to talk to her as it was to like text message with her, which was like oh, nice. uh, a relief because, you know, within <laughs> some time. text conversations, they can be very like formulaic, not formulaic, but um, prepared. Almost- Almost like premeditated, yeah. Like, yeah, like you know, time to yeah. edit, I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even then, like when we were in the throes of our text romance pre-first date, <laughs> it was like pretty. It was like the bubbles, you know, when you're texting somebody. Just nonstop like, bubbles. Exactly, yeah. the text bubbles. Yeah. So it was pretty immediate, and I don't know. We just checked all the boxes that I thought were in my head, and then it was fun that she was cool with going golfing and we going both- golfing <laughs> virtual <laughs> golfing <laughs> but it was no, you golf? also, they give you like a full set and it's like a whole it's like a whole virtual thing like I mean, you, that's, that's pretty cool i think that sounds like so you such do a, a full course like idea. a golf course with the yeah, VR course and yeah. then it's all like wow it's like heat pad so it like measures how far you hit it and stuff that's uh, so cool are you holding a club or are you just holding nothing you're just like no, you're holding like and like a, a really nice set of clubs like really <laughs> i want to know whose idea it was to play virtual golf yeah, me too it was mine oh. yeah he spent the whole evening of- eric that is some good first date yeah, game solid i know almost disconcertingly good <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really like you some virtual golf. I, I think that's just such a cute I first know what you're date idea. For your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Okay. Through kind of planning uh, cute date ideas. He used to have a spreadsheet called the Cutie Date Idea Google Doc. 
But I don't You're know if that's true or not. He told me he had the spreadsheet. Like, I should have put it into an app. Maybe I still can. Maybe I still can. Oh my God, you should. And you should do it before this episode airs so no one takes that idea. Yeah. He would <laughs> yeah. always like write, anytime that it would like come into our head, like, oh, there's something we should do, like make jam or like whatever. He would add it to the cutie date list. That was, that, that was. That is so cute. That is extremely cute. Okay, so first impressions then versus now. Because uh, you've been together now for almost two years, correct? Mm-hmm. In November, it'll be two years? Yeah, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is crazy. Pandemic. It's just like a day. I know. Isn't it yeah. weird? It's yeah. really weird. November 2019, you met. Now we're at almost two years. What would you say, like, what has been unexpected versus that that first meet or that first week where you were texting and just what you thought then versus now? That's a really hard question to answer because... I feel like he has remained such a solid person (laughs) and he's still so thoughtful and he's still so affectionate and all of the things that I would be afraid of dissipating over Mm -hmm. time. Like I've Mm -hmm. had a kind of a chronic fear of long-term relationships or, or not even that I'm afraid of the relationship lasting long. It's that I'm afraid of what happens when a relationship lasts long Mm. or it goes away. And so it's really nice being with Eric because I realize that that doesn't have to happen. And he's just so lovely and amazing. Like he, I feel, and he's the most supportive person. So I just feel like I learn more things about him all the time that I love. Just more, more good stuff. Yeah, it's it's like Chris Rock talks about the representative you date for the first six months. Mm-hmm. So you actually, the representative was the actual person. Yeah. It's rare. It is. You usually get a lot of extra baggage that you didn't buy. I'm sure after Eric, the first six months, after the first yeah. year, for sure. Yeah, no, with with Eric, it's not even like he's so calm. Like, there's not even. I'm like, I know that he has probably a different experience because I definitely feel like there's more. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like he's so emotionally just like level, and I'm like sometimes. So. Yeah, but you're we're, like Canadian. It's different than American. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. Yeah. Um, Eric, then how about you? How do you feel almost two years in? What's different? <laughs> if I, anything? I still feel like we're in like month one, sort of, you know, like, it's, uh, which is seriously wild to me because I have never seen anybody more in my life in the last two years <laughs> of, of that. <laughs> that like, I'm not, and I'm not joking. Like, so you would think that it would be like, you'd almost like snooze through the day, but we still find ways to like laugh and find things to do. And That's we great. still kind of like hold a sacred place for getting out of the house and actually like reconnecting, which is really hard because my office and Jasmine's office is here. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be like, if she has to go and do a shoot or something, but I think that's another thing too, is that a lot of people don't really see the back-end administrative work that goes into Jasmine's job. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're both just, like, no. in computer zone until, like, 5 p.m. Like, we might come out, I might come out for snacks, and then, so it's just kind yeah. of, like, shutting that off and being, like, let's drink some wine and watch a lot of TV. We watch a lot of Sopranos. So, and every other TV. There's so, a lot to watch. Yeah. So we see, it's true, we have seen each other a whole lot, and we still really love hanging out with each other like he's like my first choice for a buddy it's such a funny realization like i was i was with you one saturday like a few weeks ago 
And I was just like, God, we hang out so much. <laughs> and it wasn't, I said it endearingly. I was like, I can't believe really how much happen. we hang out. Yeah. And I'm still having fun with you. It's just weird. Uh, and that's yeah. that's when you know you've found your person. Yeah. yeah. It, it's proven to be like the the best like litmus test ever. Cause it's just, it just feels so natural. And uh, yeah. that's I just have to mention that he just said litmus test, which you said in a recent we, episode. We had a long discussion of litmus test in our last Q&A. Just so you know. <laughs> That, I just feel like that's a. Yes. I mean, that alone, we knew we liked you. you I, I, was... I give him to you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> You're like giving her away. I, I'm giving you away. Which, which is kind of. I like... wasn't asked permission, though. I don't remember <laughs> Eric asking you. That's okay, though. I'm not a traditionalist. And it's kind so. of funny because Andy actually has been someone in my life. I told Eric this who has given me relationship advice or mostly like yeah. very blunt and honest, um, not even advice, just like reality checks about some <laughs> situations <laughs> in other relationships, which I uh, always appreciated. Um, no. Did you? Uh, yeah, of course. Oh my God. I still remember this one time. I remember. Okay. Wait, weren't we together in Victoria? Are we, yes, are you talking we about that? Huh? Yes, we were. Okay. And we called Andy. Cause I was like, I'm dating this guy and he got high on MDMA and made out with this girl on New Year's Eve. What should I do? And he's like, dump him. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, you have to dump him, idiot. Like, what? He called me an idiot, but. <laughs> I may have, I don't remember. That's, I just remember, uh, obviously that was the correct answer, but like, I, you know, how people I don't know it was like I was like maybe I did something like yeah uh, what I like about Andy and his advice giving is there is a real black and whiteness to it that you don't always get mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes certain friends are too close mm -hmm. to matter like I remember you telling me about it and I'd be like well I that doesn't sound like a good thing to do. Well, you know, you know, like you just sort of like want to massage it. You don't want to be like, dump him. Well, and then Andy gets on the phone and he plays that role with thing, gusto. The thing yeah. is this, it's like if there, from an outside perspective, like clear relationship issues are very obvious. Like when you're in it, you have no idea. You're, you're like completely rudderless. But like as a good friend, I get it if someone has like, bad breath or something, it's okay you don't tell them. That's a very awkward conversation. It's not the end of the world. But if someone's in a bad relationship, it's your duty as a friend to tell them because you're like half murdering them by letting condoning a relationship that you yourself know is going to lead to their demise. So I feel very strongly that if you see, you see a duck, call it a duck, you know, because otherwise someone could get stuck with this person for the rest of their life and be miserable. Yeah. And bad breath, you just brush your teeth more. Not that that's the correlation, but that's the example that came to my mind. That's so true. Okay. I want to know now how you guys would say you compliment each other. Hmm. I have a pretty good response to this. I don't know if you want to go first. Sure. I'll go first. Okay. I, uh, I think Jasmine is a lot more like spontaneous than me. And like, I would be, I would be happy as a clam to just sit at home and and like cuddle up and just kind of like watch movies or play games and then go to bed at like 9 p.m. every night. <laughs> like if you let me become an old man, I I am one 10 years ago. Okay. So, <laughs> That's with, so sweet. I mean, I, I love being an old man now and when I, I was not I, an old man. Yeah. 
And with, with Jasmine, we're almost just, we're always just like up to something and it's always kind of like spontaneous and there's always just like random. It's a lot of like, let's like enrich our lives with these experiences where I'd be like, I'm a little bit like risk averse. I'm like, maybe we don't need dessert tonight. And she's like, we're getting all three. And I'm like, cool. that's good. And yeah. I do love that about you, Jasmine. There's a real <laughs> sense of living life to the fullest. Yeah. And she's like, and there's not much that like scares her. Like, I don't think I'm going to talk her into like jumping out of a plane anytime soon. But like, if there's like deep fried slug on the menu, she'd be like, we should order that. And then like, <laughs> you only live once. I think I think you should stick with the desserts. And I would That's say, if I were to answer that question, I think that in a similar way, like not necessarily to do with the adventures that are, I think that he's more adventurous than he's letting on because he's the one who always plans all our fun times. Um, but uh, I think in in our careers and things like that, Eric, he he's a planner. Like he's pushed me to do so many things that I would have just put off forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's a really good support for me that way. And I, and I feel inspired by him a lot in the way that he tackles situations. Also, um, he is like, I feel like I can be a little feisty. Like, I feel like I can be a little sassy. We have a neighbor downstairs who complains about us walking every day. And uh, I want to text her and be like, you need to stop. And it's <laughs> like, we just got to handle this in a really polite and professional kind of way. And so he'll just be so sweet and be like, sorry about the footsteps. We'll try to keep it down. Meanwhile, I'm like, Ooh. so I think that he balances me out in that way too, where he's like a little more calm and level-headed and just nicer. Maybe. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's impossible Eric to be is nicer. nicer than you. Yeah. That's impossible. Yes. Okay. Then me? he should run for prime minister of Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you're, that's that's you're literally the, the nicest, nicest person, person in I've the ever world. met. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, and you always say that, but I feel like maybe it is a Canadian. I mean, you're super Canadian, well, but within his- Canadian, you are nicer than any other yeah. Canadian I've met. He's oh met his share of Canadians by now, and he does not I've say this about Canadians. everyone. <laughs> you just are really that nice. It's a wonderful. You are thing. unbelievably nice. So like- if you're saying that Eric is nicer than you. He no. may be in like world class nice territory. Yes, I think yes. I think I handle conflict a little bit okay, that's- uh, with like a little bit more um, like I don't want to say strategy, but like I I don't let people get it. I don't want to not even let people not, get under skin. Not really under my skin, but I just think like when uh, when Jasmine feels like slighted or when she feels offended by something, she's she's really quick to like stand up for herself and be like. No, that's like not the case, and I like I won't accept it, which yeah. I think, I think is super honorable, and that is like the yin to my yang. Because sometimes I'm like, let's we don't need to like spend our energy on this situation. Like, it it won't affect us. It's not changing our life. Like, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's like, no, it like we have to stick up for ourselves here. We're not just gonna get walked on, and I think that that is like so. Um, incredible and it shows up in her work like i've seen her like you know like go back and forth with business opportunities and really stand her ground and like just fight for what she knows she's worth mm-hmm. and i think that's like an incredible trait inc- incredible quality to have especially given the fact that there's so many opportunities for that to be like well i think that this is what this opportunity is worth and she's like well actually like 
let me show you what it is worth. And I'll leave that right here for you. And <laughs> no, I, I do love that about her. It's interesting. That's, those are, I, I like what you're saying. And it actually reminds me a bit of our dynamic too, because Jasmine, I know what you mean. There's a sense of like, you're nice and nice and nice until you feel like you're being taken advantage of. And then you're like, okay, I'm not going to be nice anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, like I with you, I like very rarely. Usually, you let me deal with the dirty work. Yeah, but once in a while. Oh, once in a while, she blows. I and, and I it's lose pretty it. intense. Yeah, yeah, and it's you don't want to you don't want to be yeah. on the my friend. Other one of my of really close friends actually was totally out of line one night, and you lit him up. It was oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, out like, like out in front of everyone on the street. Oh yeah. We had to go home. Like we I was like, okay, we're going after, home now. <laughs> after I gave him a very loud and angry <laughs> piece of, of my night. mind. Yeah. But I feel like one time when we were together, you did call someone on something. Do you remember? Maybe it was in, was it in Whistler? I remember there was one time, maybe at a restaurant or something. I don't know. Is it? I don't remember. But it was so out of character. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. And it wasn't like you went nuts. You were just like, um, that's not the way it's going to be. Mm. I, was like, I love that about you. I honestly think this is one of the reasons why we're friends, honestly. Yeah. Because no, you're not a doormat. No. Totally. No. At and all. Yeah. I feel that Charlene, you and I are really similar in that way. Like I would, I have called people out in public. Um, <laughs> it, like even people that I'm friends with, I can't, if it's something that I feel passionately about, like if someone's saying something that's offensive to someone or which this happened, like I will call You're them that out. person. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to be embarrassed right now. So and then I end up feeling a little guilty afterwards. Like I'm like, but I don't want to feel like that because I feel like it's okay to, to stand up for what you feel is right. Like if you're not being just a huge crotch for no reason, you know, so that's yeah. my logic, but I don't know. No, I know what you mean. It almost feels like it comes from within you and you don't have control. And then afterwards you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not necessarily that apologetic, but you're like, what just happened? I know. Yeah. yeah. I know and what you mean. I know that this is supposed to be a love fest for Eric and I, but it's <laughs> a little bit of a love fest for sure. Totally yeah. We could just leave if you guys want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it totally is. Okay, that's those are super cute answers. I love the way you compliment each other. Now, what I want to know is if those were traits you were specifically looking for when dating. I would say yes, actually. Oh, I think so. I mean, yes, and even traits that I didn't know that I needed, like having him balance me out um, when things get under my skin that shouldn't, and and like that, you know, Charlene, like that can take over. I'm, I'm saying Charlene and not Andy because I feel like Andy isn't like this, but you know how it can just kind of take over your... Yes. And it may, and you begin obsessing. It ruins yeah. your day. Yeah. yeah. That, I feel like he takes me out of that if I'm ever in that space, which is huge for mm -hmm. my mental health. Um, and I would say, I mean, personally, I feel like, yes, the things that he has are qualities that I, that I have been looking for oh. and didn't even know I was looking for some of them. Can you give an example of something you didn't know you were looking for that he possesses? Um, I think the part about the balancing me out emotionally, like having that support there and that like solid person who's never going to break. Like, I feel like I can be, there are times where I can be like completely neurotic and stressed out. Like today we were trying to leave the house and I was like, where are the keys? Oh, you left, the, you don't even, you never hang up the keys. And he's like, you're the one who put the keys there yesterday. 
and he'll just like make fun of me rather than <laughs> get annoyed at me for being insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes me not be as insane. That wow. is so important. I genuinely believe that to be able to diffuse like a moment of just like snappiness, yeah. unnecessary snappiness with humor. Yeah. 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 It's oh, so totally. bad me too like yeah. i honestly think and then this is a big statement to make i think that's one of the top five reasons why our marriage works yeah is yeah. That- oh, she's been she's been like like bleeding mad at me before <laughs> and i've made a totally inappropriate joke about why she's mad and it kind of it not doesn't always work <laughs> Don't this. this isn't bulletproof by any stretch sometimes it's backfired but uh, it often works. Yeah, I just can't help it. I just start laughing. I think it's the joke is so funny. And it is also important, you know, to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. And you, you do the same just... to me. I mean, oh, yeah. I've gotten absolutely out of control like a two-year-old. And you've said something just totally mocking me. Yeah. It's really a good move to mock someone when they're really angry at you. <laughs> oh, it's great. Great call. Oh, no, you it, avoid but, but no, but seriously, fight, if time. you have a really, really, really solid relationship, I think it is it is often a decent strategy. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Eric, your turn. And, and just oh. just one second, Eric. But if you ever see her getting really angry, like like very nasty and angry, I want you to take a hidden video. Was <laughs> I want to see what that looks like. This would be like watching like a snow leopard on National Geographic. Like I can't even imagine what an angry Jasmine looks like. Yeah. So Charlene would appreciate it too. Yeah. But, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ask the question again. So Eric, your turn. Were you specifically looking for the traits that Jasmine possesses? And then if there was something that, you know, you weren't looking for, what would you say that was? No, there, there was like, I didn't really think about it like that when I was looking when I like met jazz like I wasn't like I didn't have like a box of checklists I was like good conversation funny person fun to be around like adventurous and like wants to do the things that I want to do and those that were all checked off and then like all the other things that came with it just like she's got like an entrepreneurial spirit she's very like go-getter she'll if she wants to do something she'll stay up all night and do it whereas I'll be like I like this idea. I'm going to write a note about it and I'm going to execute on it six months from now. (laughs) That's funny because she just said that about you. That's interesting that you see that in each other. Yeah, I think she, yeah, I don't know. That's weird that you see me as a go-getter because I feel like that is not, I literally wrote a freaking Instagram caption. I wish I was a go-getter. True go-getters don't believe they're go-getters. Is that true? I'm just making that up. But I think it's true. It sounds good. No, I actually think there's some truth in that. One of the reasons why... A go-getter is a go-getter is because they feel like they're lazy. Yes. Anyone who's really, 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 truly great at anything, I tru- I believe they themselves do not think they're good at it. Because otherwise, they would not be driven to continue to improve. Ah. Yeah. yeah, there's no complacency. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good theory. Whereas someone who's terrible at something but has a false sense of confidence, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I got this. And they're yeah. terrible. And they never get better than terrible, but they're so confident. <laughs> they sell terrible to the point where they might even make a living doing that. That's yeah. true. I Actually, don't a lot examples. of people do that. Yeah. I almost admire it. I, I, I admire it. I hate it and admire I, it. Yeah, I admire the gumption. Exactly. Yeah. I'm jealous yeah. of that level of, of completely ignorant confidence. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> right, go ahead. Uh, 
So it sounds like what you were looking more of this sort of like gut driven way. You were like, oh, I'll just know it when I see it. It was, yeah, it was de- definitely gut driven. And then these like things that I found about out about Jasmine that like complemented the things for me. I was like, yes, I like need that stuff. Like I need to not put something off because I just don't want to do it now. Just like get it out of the way if it's a really easy, simple, dirty thing. Like, and somebody to keep me accountable for doing those little menial tasks. Mm-hmm. So that was like really refreshing. And she's also just very creative and like, like she has like an aesthetic and like just like fun to be around her and like a richness and like extracting enjoyment out of small moments not like big elaborate schemes but like going back to being like we're gonna try all the desserts like i i never i never knew that that was something that i would like value so much until like you're in those little moments and it's just like you're like reaping you're like profiting from every single (laughs) moment yeah not every single bite of the dessert but just like (laughs) yeah the experience that is such a lovely answer yes he never said that to me before because he always makes fun of me for eating every single variety of every single option that ever (laughs) i want to say i don't just mean like when we go out to eat it's not just that it's like i feel like I'll, i'll probably like experience something that i wouldn't have thought of in my head just from like doing it with jazz um, which is you know like so I don't know. no i completely know what you mean mm-hmm. regarding jasmine because i feel like living with her is probably just like living in a like in a disney movie or something That's like what i picture it as yeah because you're so right like i love this she appreciates these little moments and she has the aesthetic thing is so real like i just feel like you surround yourself it's just like this aura it's really magical I- and i remember going on a hike with you and <laughs> i felt like i i was watching your instagram come to life and that was the moment i was like you are that person this mm-hmm. isn't you didn't oh, yeah. go to the forest to do a shoot no You were in the forest because that's where you want to live and be and spend your time. And the photo just was taken while you were there. It was just a thing that happened. Again, go to Jasmine Lorimer's Instagram. The anti-trashy Instagram. It's so the true. classiest Instagram. It's the anti-influencer influence. It's amazing. It's an amazing Instagram. I applaud you. But I really love that you see that in her because I've always felt that way about her and it's just and I feel like your apartment is a representation of that and your personal style and just even the way you handle situations I just think that was such a lovely it's, you answer. know what her Instagram is like it's like you know when you're when you're on like HBO Max and you don't watch for like 20 minutes but you're dealing with a text conversation and it goes to the screensaver uh-huh. and it's these unbelievably beautiful high def like saturated <laughs> nature scenes yeah her Instagram is basically that but Jasmine's <laughs> standing in the middle of that yeah. First of all, it's funny that you say that, but also I was recently thinking about those images that come up on the screen. Are you talking about like they float by in different? Yeah, it's like it becomes a screensaver. You haven't been watching for long enough. It's like, okay, we got to screensave your TV. And it starts like these beautiful nature images. Yeah. But I was just thinking about those images the other day because I was like, how long have these been on here? It's been many years since these have been changed. Oh, you mean the same pictures? I love that she's focusing yeah, on you're how not they focusing haven't on been the right updated. Thing. You're not focusing on the right thing. Here. You're taking this in a weird direction. Stop it. I'm trying to compliment your Instagram, not diss HBO's level of screensaver refreshing. Oh, my God. 
Oh my God, we're all loopy. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. Next question about your relationship. Eric, by the way, I just loved that answer. I loved that. Just seeing the value of like small moments and making them special. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think it's actually um, Apple TV screensaver. That's, that what, I, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's Apple TV. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you for Glad clarifying. we cleared that up. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give HBO the credit or disparage them regarding their screensaver. <laughs> regarding their ten-year-old screensaver. Yeah. HBO is actually like one-year-old. Yeah, it's very new. It's very hard for them to have ten-year-old screensaver. Okay. Next question. Yeah. What would you say is different about this partnership versus past ones that make this one work? For me, it has a lot to do. I mean, there are so many things that I could go on forever about that. Um, But (laughs) one of the main things is one of the first things that I noticed, which was that like sense of humor and feeling of like, okay, actually, Charlene, this is so funny because when we first met, and we went on our little friend date and we hung out and closed down every single bar and restaurant in the whole entire city because we couldn't stop talking to each other. Yeah. You talked to me about this and you call, you described it as a callback. Yeah. The ability and, to call back. It's magical. Yes. And what maybe you can explain that because what it ended up being like what I feel that I really wanted and I told you that that night was that I wanted to have that sort of like feeling where I could like we have inside jokes and like that we can reference things and he gets what I'm saying like we just mm-hmm. get each other yeah and I'm trying to explain that to you and you were like yeah it's like you need that call back and I was like yes like yeah, <laughs> this is exactly what I need and so you can explain that maybe better than I can but um well, that's no. I mean, I know exactly what you mean. It's like every day you spend together, you're just building your inventory of things that can be referenced back to at the right moment in humorous ways. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to relationships where you're building inventory of things that you're going to remember to yell at the person about, which is a different (laughs) kind of inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Or resentments. General just. Yeah. Like, oh, you left your underwear on the floor. Okay. I remember that for a few months. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, I do think there's like an intelligence factor in that mm-hmm. and just like a quickness and like accessing that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with the right person, it's so effortless because little things they do remind you of things they did four months ago that it just like ties back together. And I know what you mean. It's like you want to make sure that when you throw that ball, like you make that callback yes. reference that they catch the ball. Yeah. It's not like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, your, your relationship becomes a story that you two have written. It's yeah. not like each one has a story and they're separate. Yeah, you're continuing to write it together. It's yeah. so true. Oh, I love that you remember that. That's such I a good... because it was huge for me. And so when you asked that question, like I actually forgot about that, but I, I remember thinking about it recently um, about that word. And and when, you, when you're asking, you know, what is the thing that you feel is different from other relationships, I would say in a general sense, it's it's that feeling of, being with that person who's going to catch that ball when you throw it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like encompasses a lot of different areas of our relationship, but it's so important. Like I just, I knew that I could not be in a relationship without it. And mm-hmm. I was just starting to like come to this conclusion that I just had to not have it. And I was like, Ugh. and then, so. it's almost like a language you speak yeah. or like a dialect yeah. of the language. Yes. It's not a full language, but there's, there's certain things that it's like a whole, you know what it is? It's a vocabulary. Yeah, that no one else can tap into. It's yeah. yours. For Jasmine and I, it is like a language now. 
Oh yeah, we also have languages. Like in the last like couple years, like, and just probably as a result of the pandemic, like, yeah, we have all those like throwback nuance, like jokes and memories and things that like make each other laugh. Then we actually have a language. Well, more of an accent. Yeah, it's it's an accent that like blends itself into a language because people would be like, I have no idea what those words mean. (laughs) And it's like, and we 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 didn't talk about as of that pandemic that like I like caught myself talking that language to Jasmine's niece or And like I like sometimes catch my myself like answering my mother that way, and I'm like, oh nice. my god! Like, <laughs> you know, now I'm like, yeah. like if we ever have kids, we're they're gonna like the first words are gonna be like those weird that weird accented yes. language because they're gonna be like. <laughs> That's what so funny saying? because like when you start when you spend too much time with someone like I call I call Charlene baby we call each other baby yeah, yeah. that's the thing that's I don't I haven't called Charlene by her name more than three times in the last six months and it's usually because I'm really pissed at her or she's in a huge crowd and I'm like Charlene <laughs> so it's not a thing I call her it's weird when I call her by her name but there have been times when I've been on the phone with like my mother and I'm distracted and I'm like looking at something and then I'm like sorry baby I didn't hear you and I'm like oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. I just called my mother baby. <laughs> but uh, but that brings me to my next point. Baby talk. I predict heavy baby talk in this relationship. I call it right now. There's baby talk. Don't deny it. I'm trying to think. There's, ba- ba- there's baby talk. I know there is. Yeah, it's no, heavy. It's just more like we watched Sopranos for so long. And you know how long that series is? That now we have this Italian accent that I'm not going to do. <laughs> Is it Italian baby talk or just Italian? Actually, yes, it kind of is. <laughs> we have a similar a similar language. We won't go into yeah, detail, <laughs> but we know what you mean. And it is, it gets weird. Like I actually responded to my sister with our weird accent once. And she was like, I literally don't know what you just said. <laughs> can, you give, can you give me an example? No, no. we can't, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I actually think the whole like language thing, like just having this weird, yeah. the, the, all the weird isms that you share with each other, a huge part of it is also catching the ball in that sense. Like instead of being like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like doubling down. Yeah, it's yeah. true. So, Eric, I want you to finish your answer because you're talking about the language. Uh, what What is different about this versus your past relationships? Or would you say that is your answer? I think what is different different for both of us is that... For you. Oh, for me. Well, for me, but I you kind of resonate with this too, is that we just approach this relationship with an openness, like we're not like perfect human beings. So we're like, like if I'm making this situation worse, let me know. And I'll like, I'll try and like mentally undo those bricks so that we can like handle situations better and like learn each other better mm-hmm. and not like just not be defensive the whole time and be like, it's your fault. It's your fault. It's, if, yeah. if anything comes up it's mm-hmm. more be mm-hmm. like, Whoa, I'm probably not seeing something right now. And I don't know if I, I, I certainly know that I wasn't doing that in my previous relationships. So I think coming into this relationship, I was just like open to the fact that like, there's probably, I got to do a lot of work on things and and, figure, and just be open. And, and like, if I knew that this is the last relationship that I want to be in. So 
what like I have to just make all the adjustments that I got to make, and I think which she, is which is like nothing, <laughs> by the way. But it, but it's he does do that where he'll like if there's a problem, it's like what can I do to make this better? How can I do to or what can I do to help this situation? Like he's very proactive, mm-hmm. and um, that's awesome. And I didn't know that he wasn't like that in other relationships. I never would have known he wasn't like that because he's so good at it. Like. Isn't it interesting how just being with someone else can unlock that? Yeah. Because you want to, it's like the queen bee thing. It's like you must protect the relationship at all costs. We always talk about the relationship being like the queen bee. You must protect it at all costs. Die for it. The little things, your pride or your ego or just your instinct to be defensive is all secondary. Like Mm -hmm. the queen bee matters. What can I do to fix this? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how you're willing to compromise when your life depends on it because this person has now become your life. And it's not always compromise. Interestingly, oftentimes with you in particular, when I've compromised, I've realized that I've actually made myself a better person. Like the thing I compromised on was something that I was doing wrong. Yeah, Yeah. totally. So it wasn't really a compromise in the end at all. Yeah. (laughs) I love love it. What was an early hurdle in your relationship? Hmm. And how did you overcome it? I, I feel like the earliest hurdle was that we were forced to live together. What? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I couldn't date any other girls. It was horrible. <laughs> like the, the earliest hurdle is in like a, like a conflict, right? Is that what you mean? Should yeah, or... I mean, it could be and when you moved in together. And it just, could be. It that's could a, be I was supposed to your balls, but that's a reasonable you answer. You can interpret the yeah. question however yes. you like. Yes. Okay, yeah. sorry. I but I'll, just have to, I'll have to finish it to properly interpret. <laughs> so if I can have the mic back. <laughs> when we, we were dating for like two months and we were like heavy, like fawning all over each other. And we still do so much of that. But we went to um we had to do our first lockdown together and it was two months of like never having like a break from each other to be like Mm. to come back and be like oh my god i appreciate you so much and i just like i missed like i missed seeing you because we'd go to work and we'd come back and then like there was that break in between where we were seeing other people and we're like that person is not as awesome as you and (laughs) (laughs) but i want to just add that that wasn't when we were living together so no. you don't mean when we moved in together there was no, a time no. at the beginning of, of covid when lockdown happened in bc and we were just dating like this yeah. we were only three months into our relationship yeah. and so we spent um all of our time together and then when that happened and everyone had to work from home and i obviously already worked from home eric was going to start working from home uh i was like do you want to just come up and stay in squamish with me and he was like okay so that was the hurdle because it was six weeks straight yeah. of living together all of a sudden during one of the craziest times of everyone's lives. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we thought it'd be like a fun little sleepover, mm-hmm. like yeah. over together. Yeah. And then it was, I started, that is, this is actually a very good one, Eric, because it, am I cutting, am I taking the mic? No. <laughs> no. Oh no, he's sitting pretty because you just like said it's pretty, a good like one. Pretty, it's coming oh. full circle. This will probably have a better conclusion than what I was going to say. Go ahead. Um, so I felt like I started becoming weird. This was so strange. I started becoming weirdly insecure uh, at the very beginning of that because I don't, 
do that much in my day to day when I'm not traveling. And at the time I had been traveling so, so much and then COVID happened and I didn't, it was before I had adjusted, like now I've adjusted to it. But at the time I was like, I'm the laziest person ever. I don't do anything with my day. Eric's going to think that I like, I'm such a bum. Uh, even though I couldn't do anything anyway, I just had this like intense insecurity. And I remember like after, I don't know how many weeks had passed at this point, but I remember just being like, this feels not good, not between us, but for me, I remember feeling like kind of icky about it. And then like Eric was saying, it was just such an abrupt end to the dating that we used to do and mm-hmm. the going and seeing each other on the weekend and all of that. Um, that it yeah, was the like, courting, the courting stage yes. was suddenly, you were yes. suddenly shacked up together. Yeah. And it was times were weird. And yeah. And it wasn't like a moving in together, shacked up together. It was a oh, this is actually like pretty intense, this situation that we're all in. And at the beginning, we didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was, that actually is a very huge hurdle. And but, how but, did we overcome it? <laughs> but it was all like, well, this is how we overcame it. Cause it was, it, it was almost, it was not like there was ever any doubt that I, I would like that hurdle came up and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can be with this person. It was just like, okay, we gotta like, we're communicating in different ways. So we gotta figure out like, our communication style is better. We have to dial those in because we're, we're, it's not like we get to take that break and we can push it off and push it off mm-hmm. until we really need to figure it out. So it was just like, we got to figure it out now. Like you're seeing it this way. I'm seeing it this way. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Like, let's figure that out. And, but there's also things where it's like, you need to see that I'm not seeing you that way. So that's like a story that like, I can't. Yeah. I'm not seeing it that way, but I also have to be here and I I might not be able to change absolutely everything, but I'm telling you that this isn't the way that it is. And she would do the same thing to me. And so it was just like, we really figured out a way to communicate. And we like, we will be the first to admit, we have different like love languages, but like we had to figure that out too. And we had to be Ooh, like, Oh, I get I it. I want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, cause 50% of this podcast is us answering people's relationship questions and love languages or not uh, love language is not aligning comes up a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I'm curious. Well, mine is for sure. Words of affirmation as number one, like verbal communication, like tell me all of the things that you like about me. (laughs) Podcast is great for that because I get to hear them. Um, (laughs) And I'm, I'm praising you too, as is Charlotte. All of you. Um, but uh, that's for sure, I think, the number one for me. And that's something that Eric is, uh, that's not his. With your ears are, what are yours? Probably. Um, I, can I guess? Yeah. Acts of. Acts of service. Service. Sure. And okay. gifts. he's the most amazing gift, like thoughtful gift giver. Not like, let wow. me buy an expensive thing. Like the most thoughtful mm. stuff. Hmm. You ever imagine? I, I You're will making us all look bad, Eric. You're making us all look bad. <laughs> making me look bad. So, um, I give him terrible gifts, and so that might suck for him. But That's he, not true. Okay, well, but he is, lear- is learning, I think, to communicate verbally with me, or like show affection verbally, which I really need, and I appreciate his efforts. Oh. That's yeah. nice. So would you say then the way you've solved that, I mean, we've sort of gone onto a different hurdle, but the conflicting love languages are not conflicting, but not aligning love languages. Would you say that it's just a matter of making an effort to meet in the middle? 
Is it that simple? What you say? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, I guess it comes down to whether the person makes that effort. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because it's, it's never, it doesn't come naturally. Right. Like Mm -hmm. him, like me bringing the cardboard down to the garbage room is something that he would appreciate so much that I would think is not that big of a deal. So I have yeah. to do it and be like, he cares a lot about this. Even though- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just sounds like a chore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but like, can, he does everything. So like, he's and, like, once in a while, I'd be like. I, there's nothing that turns me on more when you take out the garbage. Really? <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. Yeah. I oh love my it. God. I see that garbage. Is it that easy? Out. Yep. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I know. It's like, because you I think just, it's so stupid, yeah. but. No. Okay. I want to pick Eric's brain then because you're not a words of affirmation person, meaning that's not how you show your love. And would you say it's also not how you receive it? Like if, if Jasmine showers you with affection, verbal affection, you're kind of like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, so my question. It's, based- it's hard to like deny that because if anybody tells you that they love you and anybody comes and gives you like a big hug, like there's no way not to feel like, good about that because yeah that's true that's honest and verbal stuff too but that's what i mean like with i love yous and like you look whatever you know for me it's specifics like it's not the i love you this is the funny thing that's why he's saying that because i am always like but it's not i love you i want to tell you i want you to tell me why (laughs) (laughs) the same person aren't words of affirmation people don't think that think it like that like they're just like i love specific you, right? specific well, words about i mean me. i feel like this even ties into eric you know whether or not you were looking for those specific traits it was more like oh i'll know it when i see it there's this yeah. sort of gut feeling about it so what i want to know is just because i find this interesting uh because i have dated guys who were not words of affirmation people you mm-hmm. definitely are mm-hmm. um but i i mean i sought that because it was something that sure. i really cared about so I'm curious when you, when it doesn't occur to you, do you have this moment where you're like, oh, I am noticing this, therefore I'm going to say it? Like, what's the thought process? How do you improve upon that? Yeah, I think that you just have to, you sort of have to be just privy to that other person's like, like you, like when they come into your head, you just have to say them. And I don't, I don't like have like, I don't just say everything, you know, like when things come into my head, I'm like, Oh, that's a really nice thing. I should. And it's still something that I got to work on. Like I probably rest on my laurels a bit, but I should just like say what I see more often mm-hmm. and trying to, trying to do that more. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's it. really interesting. Yeah. I, I try to do that, too. Like, sometimes I think, like, oh, wow, you look so beautiful today, but I don't say it. Why not mm-hmm. just say it? Yeah, Yeah. I find it very interesting because for me, it's I can't stop it from coming out of my mouth. We're the same. Jasmine and I are the same. (laughs) I was like, you look so beautiful today. (laughs) I get get such a heavy words of affirmation. (laughs) Yeah, Andy gets showered every day. (laughs) So big. So I want to know how you guys fight. The hard hitting questions. I want to know. I know. I know you fight. 
and I want to know how you fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah, honestly, we we fight with like blinders on, and it's like this until we're like, okay, time out. <laughs> and then we sleep, and then we and then we are fine in the morning. It's yeah. such a, okay. First of all, because we fight about we've never fought about anything major. It's mm-hmm. always really dumb stuff. I yep. will admit that I'm the one driving all of the conflict. Like, I don't know how to let things go. I just will be like emotional forever and I just can't stop it. And I push and I push and I push until Eric kind of starts. Yeah, he karate chops. That's when I know it's bad because he like starts being like, talking like that. Do you mean literally? He literally karate chops like that? Yes. Or is that like an expression for something he No, it's like. He actually karate chops like this when he's talking and that's how i know he's getting really frustrated and that i've kind of learned now that at that point i should probably back off but if we ever get to that point where he's karate chopping i know that it's like past the point of reconciling in that moment and so we usually have to just take a breather we have to we're learning we're honestly still learning this by the way i yeah. think most couples continue I, to learn it yeah forever. you never really fought, totally figure out how to yeah. fight but, okay. but but you get some uh, tools. I love how we talk about like, we know. Yes, <laughs> I, I we don't mean that at all. Like, I really think that every fight, the goal is to take away a nugget, a yeah. tiny nugget from every yeah. single yeah. fight. I think you have to also choose your battles. That's the biggest skill you learn yeah. is choosing your battles. Like, are we really, am I going to really let this become a fight? Like, is this that important? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the feeling just based on the time we've had together that when Eric is karate chopping, he's right. That's my yeah. feeling. Sorry, Jasmine. I don't like to take sides against you. But I feel like the karate chop from this guy, he's right. Well, that's the thing because I, like what you were just saying about choosing your battles, I don't do that. I mm-hmm. like we were just saying, I'll blurt out anything, anything I'm feeling, it comes out. So I will often make um, conflict out of nothing, really. And then no. so the fights that we've ever had are a result of me making something out of absolutely nothing. That if we were to break it down, we'd be like, this is so stupid. I wish I could think of an example because it's actually ridiculous. And then um, and then I just push him until he's so frustrated. Like, I can't let it go for so long that he gets frustrated and starts karate shopping. And then we usually just walk away from each other and then we calm down. And once we calm down, we always come together and are just like, sorry about it in our Italian accent. And then we hug each other. <laughs> By the way, that's like, that's the, that's the main parlance in our language is like, we just add about it to the end of every sentence. Don't know why. <laughs> Don't know where it started. But it's never. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Wait, so who's the first to wave that white flag? Typically. Probably Eric, but I'm I, I, starting to get better at it. Yeah. I think that honestly, it's probably... When I get to the chopping level, it's more mm-hmm. of like my frustrations are like, I can feel like them rising from my feet and then I just have to expel all my energy. And I'm like, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I feel. I don't want to talk about it. What's the matter with you? You crazy woman. What's the matter with you? And I also know that I'm like, I'm at that point, I've probably said some wrong things and I've like, you know, like thrown, thrown coal on the fire and like made it worse as well. And I just, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm exhausted. And then I'll just go and lay down and I'll be asleep in like a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that that's even more frustrating for Jasmine because she can never like sleep like I can. Yeah. So So, yeah. I mean, I find this funny because 
No, but I, it's a funny story. I told you the story before. I once went to sleep with, uh, I'm very good friends with her now, but we had a very tumultuous relationship. But I went to sleep during an argument and I, she literally punched me in the face while I was asleep. <laughs> Well, a full, a full punch, not like a like a tap. Like I got hit. It was like Mike Tyson level punching. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty hardcore. I, I still have a lot of respect for it. that. Was a heavy move. I fell asleep during an argument. You don't do that. What I find funny is that the saying goes like, you know, the big rule. When we got married, you know, so many people put in their cards like, our one marriage tip is never go to sleep angry or no, never go to right, bed right. angry. And I gotta say, I kind of feel you guys on this. I actually think going to bed solves the problem a lot of the time. I'm not saying it always does, yeah. but sometimes really what you bad. just need is a breather. Yeah, you wake up in the morning, you're like, what, 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 that was dumb. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, if it's really oh. bad, you don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. But if it's like <laughs> normal garden variety, stupid relationship argument, going yeah. to sleep isn't that bad angry. Yeah. But you're not really angry. You're like, it's stupid angry. It yeah, doesn't make angry. sense. It's yeah. stupid anger. Like, yeah. you need that like time to reset to be like, what were we talking about? What was it like? Where would, where did things take like a wrong turn? And like, being, then you can come back together and be like, okay, I shouldn't have said this. That was dumb of me. I was missing the point And I wasn't saying like, I wasn't seeing what you needed me to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, that's a two-way road. Like, yes, you know, so. Same thing. Yeah, it just has to be acknowledged once you come yes. back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and by both parties. Yes. Like it doesn't yeah. work if, if you both go to bed and then one person in the morning yes. like, takes all the yeah. responsibility. Yeah. So we often get asked about the one. So like the aha moment, how you knew. Do you believe in the one? And was there that moment for you? And if so, do you think you could attempt to describe it? Um, I've never been one to believe that there's only one person who will work for you in the entire world. And that like, they're, like not in that way. But when I think of the one, I think, I think that I'm going to find my one. That sounds so cheesy, but... No, it's cute. <laughs> but but I always expected that I would find the person that I would call the one, but not necessarily in like a very like, this person is the only human that could ever exist on this planet who I would be compatible with. Mm-hmm. But I did think that Eric was the one even before I met him. Like, I was like pretty confident. Nervous, I mean, I... nervous that he wouldn't be, but I was pretty confident that he would be. Um... And I feel that he is my one. I mean, again, two weeks in, turn down Bachelor Summer Games. Yeah. Let's not forget well, that. Well, yeah, you said that before we started rolling, but yes, I think that's a great story, actually. Yeah. Which we will tell. Or Jasmine, why don't you tell it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I had been approached to be to represent Canada on Bachelor Summer Games, which was a show that was going to happen. It hadn't been announced yet. Had talks with the producers in the states and um and that was all set to happen i was flying down there to la to do my i don't know like my intro kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. isolate for four days in a hotel and i went on this i wasn't gonna like not go on a date with this guy because i didn't know what was gonna happen like it wasn't like they were like you're signed up and you're going so and i hadn't met them yet so i didn't want to I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket yet. And so I went on this date and then, and especially after I just, I started talking to him and he was so awesome. I was like, well, I'm not going to not. So I think I was set to leave maybe two weeks later. Yeah. And my flights were booked and everything. And I um, messaged the producer and I was like, I don't think I can come because 
I started dating this guy and I know it's really early. It's only been two weeks, but I feel like I can't imagine. These were my exact words. I was like, I can't imagine us breaking up. So yeah, I, Ever. I, I <laughs> yeah, like I can't imagine this not working out. Yeah. And she had said, like, let me know if in the meantime, thing, you know, you meet someone or things change. So I felt comfortable coming to her with that. And she was really nice about it. But I felt like a bit of an asshole because, but I would have felt like more of an asshole if I'd gone there, wasted everyone's time, like gone through the whole thing, had to pretend like I was interested in meeting someone because I was so into Eric that the idea. I just say that's what most people do though. Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, this is why I love you, but you were not willing to act single if you weren't actually single. She's the (laughs) anti-piper. I know what you're talking about, except I haven't watched this yet. So I've only seen Eric's like. Uh, (laughs) I think that's really cute though I think that's the ultimate like mini story around knowing yeah Yeah. Eric did you know like how much of this did you know yeah and did you what I want to know is like how that made you feel yeah um it's it's funny because like obviously I didn't know anything about it obviously before she brought it up and then when she did she's like but I don't think I'm gonna go and I was like I respect like the space you're in. And I was just like, that's pretty much all. I was like, I respect the space you're in. I wasn't like, don't go. I'm not, I don't want to talk to you if you go. And then she's like, I feel like you don't want me to go. And I was basically just like, that's correct. That's the right answer. It's not like you don't go, you're not allowed to go, but it's also not like, well, you do what you want. I mean, the answer to, for anybody who cares about somebody is don't go on. Yeah, don't go on, don't go date (laughs) other people. It's a friend, an acquaintance. No, I'm just kidding. It's a respectable show. But that's the right answer. Yes. Don't go. Okay, Andy. It is now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay, Eric, you're up. You're our honorary guest. Yes. (laughs) Because we're meeting you for the first time. (laughs) So, Eric, question number one. What is your favorite chocolate bar? My favorite chocolate bar is Wonder Bar. Oh, you enjoyed the Wonder Bar. You had it recently for it's the first Canadian time. It's a Canadian bar. It is a Canadian bar. I like all Canadian candy. It's yeah. superior candy. It bar. is superior. Jasmine, <laughs> well, did you get that? I thought it was going to be O'Henry because we literally talked about this the other day. And I said that this is the chocolate bar I used to buy as a kid because it was the biggest one, but not the best one. <laughs> I love that that's the reason. First of all, <laughs> oh, Henry is the king of uh, chocolate bars. Is that what they say? That's what I say. <laughs> you said that very matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sorry, Jasmine, you did not get that point. But let's see if Eric gets his. Jasmine, what is your favorite chocolate bar? Another Canadian thing, I think. Big Turk. What? What? You don't even know what that is? I know what it is. I just can't believe it's that's no, her favorite. It's no one's favorite chocolate bar. <laughs> it is. What is? A, what's in a big turk? Let me tell you. Have, have oh god, I was just gonna ask. Have you ever had bridge mixture? I basically sound like I'm 89 years old. It's like it's like jelly filled. It's like a raspberry. It's filled with like Turkish delight, isn't it? Yes, but yes. not a traditional Turkish delight at all. Chocolate covered, firm jelly. Think of it as like. It's like a chocolate-covered juju. Yes, yes. Wow, that's like something they would give someone in a torture chamber to get information out of them. That sounds like the worst candy bar I've ever heard of. Can you say that, Matt? Because I used to always make fun of anybody who liked Big Turks. 
And then I used to buy them for jazz all the time. When we first and started I dating. Still do. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I started eating them and I like them too. Yeah. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. He used to buy them. You got it. He used to buy them for me as like a gift. I love his big reveal. Yeah, that was a nice. <laughs> I saw that coming. I was like, oh, he got it. There's a lot of bravado there. Yeah, I'm amazed that tastes good. I'm just, that's the thing that amazes me. I'm, I'm, I can't get over her choice there. Hard raspberry jelly covered with chocolate? Pretty much. Jasmine, I've never felt so separate from you before. <laughs> but I also Hard love and eat more. So I do like eat more too. I like eat more too. Do you even know what we're talking about? I don't know anything that anyone's this talked about. This episode is O'Henry. for Canada right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oof. Eric, back to you. Question number two. What was your first ever job? Meaning the first thing you ever did and got paid to do. Uh, McDonald's. You worked at McDonald's. Nice. Oh, amazing. I forgot. I said oh. grocery store, stocking shelves, and stealing granola bars, which is <laughs> a lot of detail. That was all my, wrong. That was my second job, yeah. That was, that's pretty oh, close. I feel sad because there was so much specificity yeah. there. And I, I do feel like you really know him, but yeah. you didn't get the You point. should get partial credit, but we're not going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Jasmine, how about you? What was your first ever job? dishwasher but eric will probably say quiznos because i talk about that a lot more because i really believe that quiznos is superior to subway at the end <laughs> <laughs> it is that's just fact say that. i said the babysitter where you spent evenings sometimes oh. and eventually became a painter for the dad oh yeah i did become a painter but that was after i was a house painter <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do, but there's so yeah. much detail here that there should be points given, but but I'm I not. Know. I can't Their do answers it. have have multiple lines. There's so much. Yeah, detail. but there's integrity to this game. This is not a joke. No, I, I, I can't give you points. And can Sorry. I just say, you guys, that I didn't think babysitter would count, so I didn't put that because I would have put that. But oh, but that's okay. Well, it was my. I fault. mean, babysitter. It helped even the score because he would have pulled ahead too much. So yeah, put it this, you, you did the right. Put it this way: you both got it wrong, yeah, so yeah. neither person moves ahead. Yeah, we're one zero for Eric right yeah. now. Okay, Eric. Question number three: What is one thing Jasmine has that you would love to get rid of? A giant ass suitcase. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know of those. I love that he went through the work of writing ass. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine, did you get that? No, but kind of close. I said all of my clothes. Because I have a lot of clothes, but I don't think I do, but he thinks I do. I you do not. I, you don't have as many clothes as a lot of girls, I think. No, I, yeah. I think I agree with you, Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Clothes, I think like, having a lot of clothes isn't bug me i just but, thought i just couldn't think of anything else but my oh okay my suitcase is very obnoxious and i get i get comments from strangers about it all the time being like you got a body in there <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry jasmine i wanted to give you that point but we cannot yes. i'm sorry that's all right jasmine what is one thing eric has that you would love to get rid of that foggy glass. He has a glass he drinks out of that. Uh. <laughs> got real, it's so foggy and like dishwasher wrecked. And I'm just, he just loves drinking scotch out of it. And it's, oh, so it's foggy because it's old. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not, like it's not supposed to be foggy. No, it's not supposed to be foggy. Oh. It's not supposed to be foggy. To... 
clarify okay yeah. okay isn't there like some can't use cascade on that or something no it's like the it's, glass it's itself over. is like transformed yeah, some oh, abrasive wait. material maybe got to it yeah eric did you get that no i did not get it i got my basketball shorts she always makes oh, fun of me when I, when I come out wearing my basketball shorts yeah he's a big <laughs> basketball fan and he loves to wear basketball shorts and they're insane they've got they're, they're, are they like the super long ones they're not super long but they're really colorful and like they've got like like san francisco written across like the cross and yeah they're, <laughs> they're very comfortable though and uh, it was like an impulse purchase. I had just been fed the ad too many times on Instagram. An impulse purchase that yeah. you made like five of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over several years. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, we're still one nothing, Eric. I have to say though, as far as one nothings go, I they are winning. They are both losing and winning. Well, this okay. is the best performance for a losing. <laughs> effort that I've ever seen. Well, I'll tell you this. What I find interesting is the couples that get lower scores, it's it really their answers are more intricate. It's almost mm. like it's their undoing. They were trying too hard. <laughs> they weren't they weren't trying to be in the body of someone who's in a more basic relationship. <laughs> All right, question number 4. Eric, who is your celebrity crush? John Mayer is my celebrity crush. <laughs> Nice. John Mayer, I respect that. Me too. Good answer. He's uh, obsessed with John Mayer and his music, and I think that he would leave me for him for sure. So I also said. Reasonable. Oh, she got it. Yes. One, one. Very nice. Very good. Okay, Jasmine, who is your celebrity crush? Okay, this is more a lob to Eric. I don't know if he's going to get it. Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. Nice! Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. This was a joke, but it's probably what he'll say. What? That uh, shouldn't be a joke. That is an amazing crush. <laughs> I applaud you on that one. Oh, Andy just fell in love I, with you a bit Literally, more. sometimes I just break into song of Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka. Yeah, he loves that song. <laughs> yeah. I know. The song that feels like it has one too many beats in a bar. Yeah, it's... what has it, What's the first third? Why is it... Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. <laughs> what we'll see will defy expectation. <laughs> very good. Very I lost good. my voice. I love that. Anyway. And Jasmine, your you. answer was a hit over yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> He's going to talk about this for a long time. Yes. I, I really like that. I want to throw out another one that he might say, even though it won't count as a point. Okay. Let's David see. Bowie in the Labyrinth because that really was another strong Excellent. one. Wow. Where are you coming up with these like hard 70s and 80s? What is going she on? She was with developing that? her crushes in, in her yeah, youth. Yeah. Like, were you like three years old? I was like, super like young. Zero, negative five years old. Yeah. I was really young, but I had a crush on him. I remember having a crush you. on him too in that movie. Gene Wilder or <laughs> David Bowie? Well, to be honest, my childhood crush that i developed in my childhood was uh, the great mouse detective oh my god oh my god mine was mine was goofy son max but that <laughs> yeah that's true he was he was a babe <laughs> so eric i'm very curious let's see what he said oh. i said Devin sawa and jasmine talks about him all the freaking time no I and she's like he, he dm me oh my god no, no, he's no, no, my no, no, no. <laughs> that's not true he didn't dm me he has a really like um outspoken political 
Twitter account and I follow him on there. And obviously he was a childhood crush of mine for sure. Devin Sawa from Casper from. Oh, I remember Devin yeah. Sawa. And uh, he's Canadian, but he followed me back on Twitter. And it was like the highlight of my life because I was like, oh, my God, if I could go back in time and tell my younger childhood self that Devin Sawa was going to follow me on Twitter, I would die. I, he didn't DM me. No. Very respectable answers. Yeah. I feel bad not giving points for all of these answers. <laughs> yeah, you say. guys are really winning and yeah, losing you're at the killing same time. It. <laughs> killing it. Yeah. But you're still 1-1. One, one. Still 1-1. One, one. Okay. Question number five. What? It's tight. This is it. This is a tight, tight match. Question number five. Eric, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what is the first thing you would buy? I would buy my parents, like, a house and then buy their, like, front property that they have. That we, oh. that we grew up in. Wow. Oh, that's the nicest That's such answer. a nice answer. That is really I love that. And then I would oh. really take care of myself. So don't like. <laughs> <laughs> buy like 10 Ferraris. Yeah, I, the first thing you would buy. That's so nice. I was Jasmine, thinking, did you get that? I was thinking that he would have bought, like chosen what he would buy from sell. So I said a business of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> He would buy a business? He would buy a business or start a business of some... Now, Jasmine, do you really think that the answer he was going to write down was a business of some sort? <laughs> Did you really think that? Did you feel good about that answer? No. Thank you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Next time. Okay, Jasmine. Jasmine, if you were to win the lottery tomorrow, what's the first thing you would buy? Um. Well, aside from taking care of my family... <laughs> Loser. <laughs> now I feel like an asshole for not having that as my answer. Uh, I would say for myself, an open-ended flight around the world, like just go traveling forever. Yeah, oh, yeah, that is such an on-brand answer. I on love brand, it. Yeah. Her Instagram is going to really go absolutely. Ballistic. Yeah, her, she needs to win the lottery so that we can look at the photos. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Eric, did you get that? <laughs> no. This is for the win. Oh, said, no. Take care of anything your mom needs or wants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, no. Jasmine, it looks like you're a bad person. <laughs> oh, that is what I would do. Okay. I know. I told you, like, you, you already do. Like, you already are so generous. So. Oh, All right. Do we have a tiebreaker here? You or? know, normally... I, I want to do a tiebreaker. I, I do. Do, tie do you guys have the energy? I'm give you guys oh, yes. a shot at this. Okay. Get another piece of paper. We're not letting you go just yet. It's your last meal on earth. What do you order? I order tacos, french fries, and sour candy. Oh, my God. That's an interesting meal. Wow. That's your last meal on earth? No. Sour candy? Oh, I love sour candy. No, no, no. More specifically, sour Mike and Ike's, which I got as the sweet... <laughs> Okay, she put popcorn, Pizza Hut? Yes. And wait, wait, come closer. Sour Mike and Ike's. She got one. Uh. I got one, but uh, I should have known potatoes. A potato form of food, I should have known. Darn it. Are we giving her that? We normally do give it if they get one. I'm mm -hmm. giving it to her. Okay. Jasmine, you get a point. Good job. We're going to be tied again. <laughs> I would like to just make sure that everyone knows this is a sympathy point. <laughs> it's not a sympathy point. That's a very specific candy. That's true, but uh, it's a sympathy point. It's not a sympathy point. <laughs> okay. They um, were circling each other. It was general okay. junk food. All right. All right. Okay. All right, Jasmine, it's your last meal on earth. What do you order? Okay. A little bit of this was what I thought Eric would say, but 
the last two are true. The first one I said cheese just because I ate cheese all the time. Pizza Hut, <laughs> pepperoni pizza, and Dairy Queen Blizzard. I feel like this is a sponsored. Wait a minute, you're having cheese and pizza? <laughs> I'm not I'm I, confused. Know what I, I thought he would say cheese, so I shouldn't have been trying to give him a point, right? I'm supposed to. Yeah, why are you doing I that don't to yourself? God. Okay. You're really cracking under pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm seeing a different side of you. Yeah. I said. Pizza, sushi, and ice cream. Oh, yeah. Got- oh, that's good. Oh, he, oh that's- he did better. Yeah, got- I think. <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of pizza. Of pizza <laughs> hold up your, your card again, Jasmine. Let's see. Oh, wait, the one I want to see Eric's. Eric wins. <laughs> Take away that point you gave her. So he got pizza, sushi, ice cream. He, he got two out of three. She got one out of three. It's Jasmine, by, by a nose, by I, a nose. I tried, Jasmine. But Eric wins. Yeah, er- Eric wins. It's I'm taking away your... You know what it is? He's getting one, one and a half. That's what I was there saying. There you go. So he got 2.5 and Jasmine, you got two. <laughs> so Eric, you are the winner of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Yay. Good job. She admits defeat. But you went down fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Till the very end with that, the sour Mike and Ike. You guys, thank you so, so much for joining us. We had the best time with you. I really feel like it was a true double date. It was so fun. Double date. And long overdue. Lovely meeting you, Eric. And thank you for being such a good sport. Thank you, guys. It was fun. fun. So fun. Okay. And we'll do it in person soon, I am sure. Yes. Yes, Yes, please. please. Okay. Have a great night. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, they're the loveliest. That is a that is a nice couple. I adore her. She's the sweetest. She's the sweetest. I'm obsessed with Jasmine. I want to. I want to know who doesn't like Jasmine. I want to know. I want to meet that person. Apparently, their neighbor. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) I liked him. Great guy. I mean, I've heard all about him. It's just funny that I've never actually met. I mean, obviously COVID. Isn't it crazy they met right before everything went crazy? Mm. November 2019. Yesterday. That's, when you think about that in terms of a relationship timeline, like a lot of, like that whole early hurdle. Oh, yeah. I actually wanted to ask them what they think, like how different things would have looked had they not. Well, you know, I think COVID was like a... It's like a baptism by fire, but it weeded out all the bad relationships. It's true. It was a baptism by fire for so many and also for relationships that weren't necessarily new. Yeah. You either like you were forced to bring your relationship to a head, whether that be good or bad. Uh, You know, I, I feel sorry for people who were stuck with someone who they weren't getting along with. But in general, a lot of people were like, hey, we're doing quarantine together. And let me tell you something, that quarantine together either ended real bad or real good. Yeah. And probably not much in the middle. Yeah. You know what I loved? There was a moment early on where when we were talking in the context of the Queen Bee where he mm-hmm. was like, well, I know this is the last relationship I want to be in. Oh, yeah. So I have to make it work. Like, he said it so like yeah. nonchalantly. Yeah. But it was a big thing to I say. I caught that too. It was yeah. very big. Yeah. It's like, that's not the thing you lead with. That's like, maybe you get to that conclusion after a long journey. But he was just like, yeah, I know we're going to be together yeah, forever. Yeah. So I got to like, make well, it work. Yeah, the, my mindset with that is I know this is the last relationship I want to be. Like, it yeah, was so matter powerful. of fact. Yeah. 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 The way he said it made me understand a bit the love language thing. Like he said, totally. it's so matter of factly. Yeah. But it was, there was nothing performative. Like, you're the, this is the last thing. It was just so 
Like, this is a fact. And by the way, that's not something any guy says unless he truly oh. believes it. There's real truth in what you just said. Mm-hmm. It, make, it makes me think of that episode with Tracy McMillan. Yeah. Where it's like, how do you know a man is ready for commitment, for marriage? Because he tells you. Because he tells you. They were lovely. Yep. I mean, we knew this one would be lovely. I was looking forward to this one. Yeah. I knew this day would come and it did not disappoint. I got nothing, I got nothing but nice things to say about them. And uh, the one criticism is if I ever have to play a game of any <laughs> kind, I'm not picking Jasmine on my team. That's it. What's Other funny than that, is she's fantastic. They play games a lot. But yeah, I feel like she kind of uh, yeah. any, cracked any pressure, pressure. Any pressure game? No. <laughs> Oh, that makes me yeah. like her even more. Yeah, absolutely. She's too good. She's too good. Too good. Not competitive. No. She was giving him points. Giving him points. She's like, I put this down because I think this is what he'll say. <laughs> it's like, that's not how this works. You're going to win. I'm telling you, I got this. <laughs> okay. Do you want to wrap there? Yeah, I think we're good. What a lovely love fest. Mm-hmm. If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, mm-hmm. telling your friends, and generally doing all the things you would do to keep a podcast that you consume alive and kicking. And on that note, I think that's a wrap for this love fest. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Dear Shandy.